0: Peak Performance Plus presents The Summit Club Podcast, your business roundtable discussion for sales and business leaders with your host, Bill Statz.
1: Hi, and welcome to The Summit Club, a business roundtable. I'm your host, Bill Statz, and I'm with our Summit Club team, Rick Feinblatt. Hi, Rick. Hey, Bill. John Thane. Hi, JT. Hello, Bill. And John Novickis. Hi, John. Hey, how goes it? Well, I'll tell you, as we typically do, our conversation is around... The current business subject, and boy, do we have a humdinger of a business subject today. It's called pandemic. Let's just admit the fact that we're right on the cusp, hopefully, of getting out of the worst part of this situation. So today, what we're going to be discussing is selling a new business development from this transition into what we're going to call a relaunch. Here we go with another new beginning. What do you think, guys? Well- you know, Bill,
2: it's not really where you're at today as far as the status of your PPP loan or your EIDL. Uh, that's not what this is all about. Yes, that's a helping hand. But ultimately, as our economy relaunches and everybody's business relaunches, it's going to be a situation where only the strong survive. Boy, is
1: that the truth? Yeah. Think, think about it for a minute. We've also heard these other little sayings. As one door closes, another door opens, well, Rick, what the heck is going to open from the Wuhan coronavirus door
3: that's hopefully closing? No door that I'm going through.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, as we get started with this um, little bit from the last podcast, just to get everybody back on track, in theory, you should already be up on track because we've been at this for a while already. You wanna make sure you have a, a quiet place at home, if possible, to call your office where you can manage as best you can without interruptions. But let's just face it, with the way the world is right now and working from home, especially if you have kids, there's gonna be nothing but disruptions and we're all just gonna to have to muscle through it and do the best we can with what we have. And you know what's
1: happening, Jay Nav, you witnessing with kids, we all thought this was gonna be temporary two months later and we're still in the same corner of our house trying sure.
2: to get by. And you know what, hopefully you've used these two months to get yourself organized. If you can't do things the way you've always done them and you know now's a great opportunity to really organize and and set yourself in a situation to uh, come through this and be one of the strong ones that survive. Now you've gotta take an inventory of what you need to do to get your things done you you got to be organized. Uh, You know, I took the first two weeks not knowing what to do, not having a usual schedule to follow, not having the usual people and vendors and customers to deal with. I organized my office. I made sure my desk was organized. I made sure that my files were up to date. You know, I I spent a lot of time reshuffling things that were long overdue, and now I feel like I'm prepared to actually go out and make some
3: changes and make things happen for whatever the the new normal is going to be. Yeah, I think that's a good point, uh, John, because, you know, I think everybody's instinct initially was, well, this isn't going to last long. I'll just get some stuff together so I can get by for a week or two. And I think it's important, as you obviously did, uh, you got to plan like this is going to go on for a while. Whether it does or it doesn't isn't the point. But you have to be able to do in your home office everything that you could do, uh, in, in your real office. Otherwise, you're really setting yourself up, I, I, I think, for failure. And I, I think also along those lines, you need to stay focused you know, on your plan. First, you have to have a plan, and I hope you all, all have a plan out there, but if you don't, you need to get a plan, you need to stay focused on it, and uh, you need to really, really work hard to make sure you can implement that plan on a, on a day-to-day basis. You know, Some things that you can certainly do, uh, only try to touch a piece of paper once, Don't move it to one pile to the next pile so you keep coming back to the thing. You know, get it out, do what you need to do with it, and then file it someplace. Make sure you have a calendar, whether it's a CRM or, you know, an Outlook or, like me, an old book actually, actually write in with a pen. I know nobody else does that, but that's okay. Uh, And and educate yourself on uh, connection apps and
0: software. Yeah, there's a bunch of them out there, especially for one-to-one communications. There's Apple FaceTime, if everybody's on Apple devices. But then you have Skype, WebEx, GoToMeeting, another one called Gene. The winner of the video conference wars of 2020 seems to be Zoom. We've tried a couple of these other ones before we settled on Zoom. Zoom just seemed to be the easiest one to make happen. Well, and you guys have come up
1: with a variety of sometimes cautions and sometimes just reminders. It's funny now, I have not spent time literally looking into whatever buddies in our house but I have one Zoom and Blue BlueJean and whatever. And I gotta tell you, there's people out there that still, they don't have duct tape. They've got like masking tape holding extension cords down and stuff. You get over yourself. Right. Uh, after six weeks, I think it's time that you figure out where you could run the extension cords so you're not falling over it. Uh, get a Bluetooth earpiece so that you can use both hands while you're working at your desk. I mean, the reality is we're, we're here now. And even as we're coming out of the transition, a
0: lot of these things that we've gotten a little more used to, we're going to stay with us. Uh, the, The one thing that everybody's talking about, but not officially talking about is when you're on one of these, these visual calls, everybody's looking at your house, whether you want to say it out loud or not. But if you're doing one of these calls, you want to make sure you, you get yourself in a, in a place or a backdrop, even if it's a, an extra shower curtain or something that looks looks halfway decent, especially, God forbid, if you're going to talk to a client. I mean, I'm in the in, in my office, and I'm halfway through getting ready to redo it and gut it, so it looks like a bomb hit it right now. But there's no way if I were to talk to a client like we did yesterday, I'm not sitting in my room right now doing that. So for any of the listeners out there, keep a keep a note of your environment just to make sure you, you send the right impression. Well, I just clicked on...
1: Zoom has a, a feature that some can use where I've got the Golden gate bridge behind me. You just really have to be careful. I was in a conversation the other day and I don't know what fake landscape they put up there, but it, it was a little bit, you know, it wasn't like a, a bowling alley, but it was something totally irrelevant. I don't want to say specifically, but it was like, eh, make sure if you're going to put a fake landscape behind you, that it's reasonable and whatever. So here's, here's my thought, and I want you guys to give me feedback on this. I'm thinking for many of us, we really ought to prepare an update announcement. I mean, communicate with the folks that are within your inner circle, uh, associates, sometimes vendors, sometimes customers, and let them know as a result of what we've gone through, you're in a transition right now. Make it sound like it's an improvement, that uh, there's benefits to you getting better committed and better organized and better uh, accomplished at working out of a virtual situation. I think it gives you something to talk about. And I think they got to respect, to Rick's point, have a plan. Well, it's not a plan that's just, okay, I did it, now I'm moving on. Have a transition plan and say, here's the way I'm approaching it now. Here's the things I've done that are going to improve my ability to take care of you. If there's any kind of new business processes or resources, um, I,
3: I would share with people and ask for their feedback, especially if they're your customers. Yeah, that, that's a good point, uh, Bill. I think, you know, you put together a list. And make sure you prioritize the list, what's on it. And the list should include customers, vendors, prospects, uh, ex-customers, lost business. You know, you contact somebody, you never know uh, that when the right time is they're going to want to do business with you. Just because they said no once before doesn't mean they're always going to say no. And particularly now with what's going on out there, um, it's important to contact everybody. Uh, and, And again, make sure you prioritize your list so you're not running all over the place. And you know what, no mass, bulk
1: blast type mail. I, I, I'm really a believer, however you can do it, it should be addressed to the person that you really are trying to reach and not to dear customers or whatever. To whom it may
0: concern. <laughs> right, just as, as a note with uh, direct mail, if, if you've noticed, listeners, um, your, your, your junk mail's probably gone from a whole lot to a whole lot of little right now because a lot of the the businesses out there just don't know how to make that transition from the direct mail piece to the conversion because they're still trying to grapple with the old way of let somebody come out to your place or you know why don't you come to our place like that kind of methodology it's all changing so if you are going to be putting uh, mailing out you know like Bill mentioned like the the personalized letters, or even if you if you have a larger business and you want to get back into the pool with some, some direct mail, you just want to make sure that you're bridging that gap in your communication. So this way, your call to action has to be a landing page, has to be some kind of online device. Uh, maybe you have a QR code that will automatically ring you on Zoom or FaceTime or something. It's just going to be imperative if you are doing personalized or generalized mailings. You have to have your, your call to action live in this new normal as well?
2: You know, it's gonna be about the content.
0: Your content
2: has to be absolutely clear. It has to address the challenge that you're Mm -hmm. trying to uh, meet and then provide, you know, what are the solutions? What are the benefits? You know, you wanna keep this very direct, very simple. And you know, in some ways, this is an opportunity for us to improve. I think those of us in sales have all caught ourselves in the face-to-face situation. Maybe we're maybe we're we're spending too much time talking. Maybe we're not listening enough. You know, this allows us to really get laser focused with our content, the solution, and the
1: benefit. You could also really give some concrete examples um, of the kinds of things you're doing, whether it's service issues or support issues, or or a better connection. And just think about. You know with with us right now, we're not face to face, but if I wanted to show someone a particular benefit or whatever, i can I can just put it right in front of the screen and and they could see it better than they could maybe if I was back in the other world unless I was face to face. and And that's really not easy anymore. So um, I try to get the message, this transition document. On one page I, I don 't know that you want to make it long people are going to fall asleep, but also if it 's more than one page, it cuts and it kind of it's the disconnect on, on the message that you're trying to get across
0: like I just mentioned a, a couple minutes ago, using the QR codes or a link to a video chat service that you happen to be on um, to bill's point if you're using this to to bridge that gap and show them that we're comfortable working in the new normal. If you have a product that you need to detail, where it's not just something that can be handled over a phone conversation, if you even have to do something short of an all-out product demo, well, you know what? This could be an opportunity for you to take the ball and run with it, where if you have this product set up and you have a staged environment in your home or your garage or wherever it's going to be or whatever the product is – Get them on Facetime. Get them on Visual. You can still run with this. You're not all of a sudden out of business because you can't get in front of somebody. There's options out there, and you can just make it happen. That's a good point, John.
3: You know, and then and when you're creating a document, doing small numbers, you, you can create a template. You know, put it. Uh, you know, on uh, save it to your desktop, and then go back and. Send out uh, in small batches, like five or ten or fifteen at a time don't don 't try to send something out to everybody you know you're going to go out of your mind. Uh, so all you need to do is change the address, send it out uh, and you know and, and you're good and you're good to go, I think, from there you know that brings us to to protocols you know, what, what do you
2: need to set up in your announcement? What steps will you need to take or suggest for an effective video conference? You know Are there documents that are needed? Are there reminders that need to go out so that everybody's on the call when they need to be in the call? Let's not assume that, you know, the way we've done things in the past work. We haven't done this in the past. Make sure you have protocols that work to make your communication.
1: Well, one of the interesting things is there's more, I think, activity now on text than there used to be because people understand it's a different environment where you are now. And they can send a text or an email in advance to say, can you talk? Are you available? Or if anything else, golly, use use a calendar invite. Send an invitation out to them with an alarm five or ten minutes ahead of time. Because everybody's struggling with the same issues to be in the right place at the right time, prepared and ready to go.
0: Yeah, and when you're doing the video conference, don't assume... (laughs) that everyone's going to have the fast internet connection that you might have yourself. So before the, the conference starts, easy, a half hour ahead of time, that's when you send out any PDFs or Word docs or any files that you both need to share or have in front of you at the same time during the call. Don't send it out on the call because just like you know, back in the day before the world fell apart. Everyone's going to say, Oh, well, I'm having a slow email connection. And then there's one of these pauses, and you're going to lose the momentum of the call.
3: Yeah. And also, this is uh I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday on, on that point who said he just did one with like 30 people on it. And he said it was just a mess. Everybody's oh. talking over each other. And it, while it sounds simple, whoever the host is ought to have some protocol, whether it's look, raise your hand if you want to speak, and I'll recognize you. So you know, it just doesn't become a mess and everybody's talking over each other and, and nobody's getting anything out of the meeting. So there ought, ought to be some instruction, in my opinion, if it's going to be a large group of, OK, this is how we're going to work. it, so everybody can get a voice and we can proceed. Um, the other thing that you can certainly do if everybody is agreeable is, uh, you know, do it from your car, not while you're driving. Pull off the side of the road <laughs> and have a conversation with somebody if that's something that they're uh, they're, they're OK with.
1: Well, you know. In summary, I think we've brought up a lot of of elements that we've spoken to before. You know, everybody here we've kind of mentioned. Look, it's not new news, but I think it's in a different uh, context now because again, we're not really sure how far back it's going to go to what it was, but it's not going all the way back. So, in summary, think stable and balance in your activities. You become what you're thinking and you will behave accordingly. And if you're not thinking the right stuff, you're gonna be running around like a nut, not not being as effective as you want. You gotta think like a professional if you're to behave like one. So everything counts, be creative, but at the same time, firm discipline on yourself. You are the first organization you have to manage. And uh, a transition is defined as the process or a period of changing from one state or condition to another, which means you're going to have to change and adapt. So anchor yourself to your beliefs, your convictions, and most, most importantly, your principles. Remember the four agreements, but play at your best every day, uh, stay in the now, and as Cuervo Tequila says, tomorrow is overrated. Questions or comments, drop us a line at TalkSummitClubPodcast.com or check the website for all kinds of downloads, book ideas, book reviews, you name it. www.SummitClubPodcast.com See at the top, but make sure you have your mask on. Ha, ha, ha.
0: To learn more about the Summit Club podcast, please find us online at www.summitclubpodcast.com. The Summit Club podcast is recorded and produced by Inertia Marketing and Design, a full-service marketing, digital, and graphic communications agency. You can find them at www.inertia.marketing. Thanks for listening to the Summit Club podcast, and we'll see you at the top.